due to Friday, and I don't have my microphone in front of me. I fell behind, didn't I? All right. Welcome to Friday. Welcome to the show. Let's talk. My name is Mike. <coughs> Again, the name of the show, Let's Talk. This episode is called, now get ready for this. This is going to throw you a little bit. Where's my notes? There it is. <laughs> Anyways, this episode is called Apocalypto. Apocalypto. A P O space K L K A L U P T O. I'll get to that in a little while. I think it's going to surprise you. I hope, I hope you enjoy the show. Anyways, Ura, it's Friday. You got to have an acquired taste for Pink Floyd, but, you know. <laughs> I do. And if you can hear the music in the background, I hope it's not disturbing. This is actually a Pink Floyd instrumental mix. It's like one of those ambient music things you can listen to if you like that sort of thing. This is like that. There's no words to it or anything. And it is just a, a phenomenal mixing and instrumental of Pink Floyd's music throughout, you know, I don't know how many years it doesn't say. Um, let me see real quick here. No, nah, it doesn't really say what, like, the duration is. Anyways, or the, the, you know, the years. Anyways, moving along. Hope your week has gone well. Hope you're ready for the weekend. I think most people are when the time comes. And, uh, well, that's enough said. So let's say our prayer, and we'll get on with the show. Dear Heavenly Father, when our time has come, and we stand before thy thy presence. I am so grateful, Lord, that the reconciliation and the forgiveness of our sins is all that's going to matter. That we are believers. I am a believer, Lord. And I just thank you so much for the salvation that comes from that. Again, Lord, and always, how you called my name, and I am so grateful I answered. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you, thank you, thank you for all these things, all blessings, all prosperities. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen and amen. So you know what? That music is uh, actually distracting me, so off it goes. Now, this just a little something I'd like to say uh, or read to you. And it has um, pertinence or relativity to what we've seen going on in our country here. So it goes like this. There was a land of cavaliers and cotton fields called the Old South. Here in this pretty world, gallantry took its last bow. Here was the last ever to be seen of knights and their ladies fair, of master and of slave. Look for it only in books, for it is no more than a dream remembered a civilization gone with the wind. Now, first and foremost, not um, endorsing slavery or anything of that nature. That's not the point here. The point is, it's nothing but a dream because these politicians and this, you know, these people today think by taking pictures off of food products and tearing down statues is is the answer. And unfortunately. Out other than slavery, it was a gallant time in our nation's history. 
Our first scripture, Isaiah chapter 8, 19 and 20, and it says this, And when they shall say unto you, Seek unto them that have familiar spirits, and unto wizards that peep and that mutter, should not a people seek unto their God for the living to the dead? To the law and to the testimony. If they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. So pretty much it's a dividing line. Again, the way the Lord God, you know, there's no gray area. It, it, it either is or it isn't, it, and so forth and so on, you know. So he says, the Lord God says, right straight out, to the law and to the testimony. And if they're not in that, then there's no light in them and pass them off. Just stay away from them. So we'll get to the news. A second batch of Biden classified documents have been found at another location. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's more to come. And it's funny because the White House has now is now facing questions like crazy and uh, their spokesman there that Karine Jean Pierre she refuses to say if there was an investigation in the other stashes of these sensitive files so you know once again look they accuse they accuse they accuse and look what they're doing see again They've all done it, all the presidents. I, I mean, it's not anything I think that's really out of the ordinary or it just happens for whatever reason, whether it's intentional or not. It doesn't matter. Um, White House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, of course, he tore into the Democrats about it, having these classified documents. And interesting, it was a private office, almost as if it was his home, a.k.a. or, you know, to, to Trump. And... It was used on behalf of the University of Pennsylvania. So I guess they were cleaning it out, and this is when they came across these. So it just makes you ask the question that what are they going to do about it? All right? Now, I hope they don't waste years' worth of time and buku bucks like they've done to go after Trump. But I got to tell you, they're eating their words with no doubt. The hypocrisy is, you can't even measure it. It's so far, you know, over the top. They gotten away with so much for so long. All right? For so much for so long. Just one thing after another. They control the media, companies, you know, and if, if anybody goes against what they say, guess what? They don't, you know, it, they don't consider it free speech. They try to shut them down or they do shut them down. <clears throat> And they will use any means possible. You know, they'll tear your reputation apart. Problem is, now hear this, please. They think they're above the law. You know, they think they're above the law. And nobody is above the law. All right? Obama went did the same thing. Clinton did the same thing. So forth and so on. Hillary Clinton, both Clintons, I guess, you know. They're not above the law, people. They should be held accountable. No doubt, held accountable. That's what it's all about, accountability. And there is none. Not up until now, anyways. But I'm not forgetting about the rhino Republicans either, you know. So, 
even when we probably maybe could have done something about it, we couldn't or weren't able to because everybody wasn't on the same page as far as the parties go. And that's the problem. So we'll see what happens. You know, there are a bunch of freshmen now and newbies and oldies, and let's see what happens. Let's do another scripture. I think so. 1 John 4, verse 4, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Never forget that. We have overcome them because we are of God. All right? He's watching out for us, looking out after us, listening to us. What do we have to fear? Kind of almost like Roosevelt said in his inaugural speech. We have nothing to fear but fear itself. I got to tell you, this piece of news really, you know, it resonates with the whole election cycle this year, this past year. And I'm just sorry for certain people in their party that the tide was against them and they weren't able to uh, carry out what they wanted to. And I call this woe unto Arizona. Arizona Republicans walk out of Katie Hobbs' state of the address. And I'm not saying woe unto Arizona because they did that. They had their reasons. Whether it was right or wrong that they did it, that's not the question here. The point is, Arizona's in a lot of trouble with this new governor, Katie Hobbs. All right? She has a leftist liberal agenda that, and unfortunately, there's a lot of leftist liberal mayors in Arizona. Now, the Republican lawmakers turned their backs on, the, on her, Katie Hobbs, during her first state of the state address. And uh, again, some of them walked out, and several of the lawmakers, the GOP lawmakers, um, uh, they just didn't see or believe in what she was saying. All right? Now, in the beginning, she preached that she intended to increase public education funding and things about Arizona's water crisis. But the turning point was when she began calling for abortion access. Members of the Freedom Arizona Freedom Caucus publicly left the chamber. That was it. They didn't want to hear anymore. All right? Now, the thing is, she is not only like this personally, but she used the state of the state address, which I guess is, you know, can be done. But either way, she uh, used that uh, opportunity to once again promote her radical and uh, woke policy initiatives, never ever addressing the profoundly serious concerns that Arizonans do have regarding the political and fiscal realities of daily life. All right? Now, this past election, as I said, riddled with violations of Arizona law that once again left Arizonans feeling disenfranchised and lacking confidence in the state's local governments. And now, unfortunately for them, Katie Hobbs has affirmed what many have pretty reasonably feared, that she has no intention of using her office to correct existing corruption Oh, no, no. Why would she do that? And she has no intention to restore the faith of Arizonans in the state and local governments. 
Well, in Arizona. Now, <laughs> here's a sad story, but not in the typical sense of the word. The militant transgender protesters shut down event hosted by speaker at McGill University, and the speaker was talking about, this is kind of funny. No, it's not, not kind. It is funny. How trans zealots are ruining free speech. So just transgenders in general. The zealots is a description of them. Anyways, so Robert Wintemute, who's a professor of human rights law at King College, he was speaking about how the trans rights movement actually infringes on women's rights. And suddenly, or whatever, trans activists swarmed the the university hall where he was talking, and they protested with signs and chants until the talk was called off. He was intending to discuss how women don't speak up for themselves because they fear intimidation from these trans rights community activists. And after this, (laughs) after the protest, he thanked them for proving his point. (laughs) Why don't you just go ahead and do what you do naturally and we'll all sit here and watch. Anyways, moving along, a big historic moment, a big historic moment, but, you know, not necessarily a good thing in certain respects um, because of why, or according to the Abrams Accords, you know, should have been done anyways, but let's just take it for what it's worth. The United Arab Emirates are now going to include Holocaust learning in its schools. <clears throat> and that's in the, you know, through the Abram Accords, the the Arab Emirates have made this historic decision. My only guess or question would be or hope would be that they don't use any distorted versions of the Holocaust. They show it for what it truly was and is. Moving along to John 1. John 1. That's so John, the first chapter. The next day, John seeth Jesus coming to him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. And looking upon Jesus, as he walked, he saith, Behold, the Lamb of God. See, normally under Mosaic law and so forth and, 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 and ritual tradition, a lamb was ascribed to an individual to take care of the individual's sins. It didn't take away the sin, okay? Not like Jesus and his sacrifice takes away the sin, all right? And again, it was for one person, so everybody had to do it, all right? But with Jesus, who is the Lamb of God, so it's not the Lamb of Mike or Joe or whoever, okay? It's not my lamb, it's God's lamb. And in this case, it takes away the sin of the world. So everybody is covered by that one act of sacrifice and of love and of grace and of mercy that Jesus did on the cross. Amen. Here's a bit of sad news, or just disturbing news. The army has issued guidance on integrating I, <laughs> transgender soldiers. So they released a new diversity and inclusion 
training materials designed to educate service members on the military's policies on transgender soldiers. Mm-hmm. So they learn about proper behavior and responsibilities when you interact with these individuals. And this includes the guidance to treat these transgender soldiers with dignity and respect. Okay. No. No, 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 no. All right? I mean, I got to tell you, listen, in one of these vignettes, a transgender soldier begins using male barracks, bathroom, and shower facilities. All right? Because, and, the, and the point is, because this individual didn't undergo a surgical change, this soldier still has female genitalia. You know, let me ask you something. Have you, have you ever seen the Army's most recent recruiting ad on TV or the Internet? I was abhorred, and I say that being a former Marine. All right? But still, I'll give the Army its due. <laughs> now, there's a bit that Dan Bongino did comparing our armies and the Soviet Union's. And it's two different recruiting um, videos. The Soviet Union's is like you would think it was for the Marine Corps when the Marine Corps was the Marine Corps, because even that's got a little bit watered down. But anyways, and then he compares it with our armies. I'm so ashamed and embarrassed, I, I can't even tell you more about it except for, you know, look it up and see it because it... it Again, you can't, what a despairing, between the two. Between the two. Muff said, 2 Thessalonians 1. Going through a lot of scripture. Back, 2 Thessalonians 1. Wherefore also, we pray always for you, that our God would count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power. Amen and amen. Where are we at? All right. So, the name of the show, Apocalypto, if I said it right. It's the apocalypse. That's the Greek. Now, the book of Revelations or what some people refer to as the apocalypse in the New Testament, has what is known, it's the literal title in Greek, which is the Apocalypse of John. Now, the word apocalypse means revelation. So that which is uncovered. And it comes, again, from the Greek word, which literally means to pull the lid off of something. Now, I want to talk to you about something that we've talked about these things before under a different heading or a different name, but it's all the same, all right? It's all the same, kind of like in the, the word or the phrase I'm going to define. It's all just another method that is being used to make the, the change that they want to see happen. 
you'll you understand it as we move along here what I'm just talking about now. But I want you to understand something. When I talk about the behind the scenes, in other words, the unseen realm, the um, evil spirits or demonic spirits, whatever you want to call them, the deceiving spirits, so forth and so on, that guide these people, okay? It, this is along those lines. The people behind the scenes that actually have or have been given authority over these spirits and they're they're human you know human beings all right and they direct them okay and they all have the same goal in mind so okay there's that all right so this is along those lines and how we again we see the um the outer garment that is being worn, in other words, the individual that we look at and see, but again, it's an, it's a show somewhat based upon um, what I've talked about before where you have to not only listen to what they say, but you have to watch what they do, all right? Now, some of them, what they say <laughs> leaves you no question in your mind as to what their intentions are. Others um, very subtly veil their true intention and they, they, they give you lies and deceits in their words to try to muddy the water so you don't clearly see what they're about to actually do. So be, let, let's become clear in the definition of what I'm going to be talking about. Revelation of method. Okay, now this is a technique used in psychological warfare where eventually a conspiracy does become known. All right, and through the revelation of the method, they are doing exactly what the enemies of truth and freedom want them to do. So, a number of years ago, a friend of mine um, was hooked on Jesse Ventura and his show, I don't remember the name of the show, where he would supposedly, or apparently he revealed certain secrets about different kinds of things and so forth and so on. And one day, and, and you know, he, he really, um, he was unlike a lot of these shows where they go on these great adventures hunting and surfing and, or searching and so forth and so on, and they never really show it. They never really see it. They never really come to a conclusion. Whereas these shows that Jesse Ventura was doing really became pretty good with, and, you know, and I had watched several of them, had become very good at it really truly exposing quote-unquote conspiracy theories. And so Johnny was all, you know, did you see, did you hear, and so forth. And I said, not for what it's worth, John, but, you know, I've been telling you this for years. And he kind of thought for him, and he goes, wow, you have, haven't you? I says, well, yeah. I says, listen, and here's the point of me telling you the story. Jesse Ventura will be allowed to do this because trust me when I tell you, John, he's not, he's not, he's a renegade or something or another, if you want to call it that, but it's not like they don't have him in their sights, especially since what he talks about and what he does in these shows. 
And I says, when he gets to the point, and then, well, another thing I said too was, I don't know that he's really investigating or has people investigating and so forth and so on, or if they're spoon feeding him. But either way, the point is, they'll shut him down cold turkey when he has said enough. He'll cross a threshold and that'll be the end of it. And I don't remember what it was the show was about. It was pretty intense. And you know what? Yep, that was the last show he did. And he kind of just disappeared off the radar. So, but the thing is, or the point is, they're doing exactly, exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Okay? This evil and, and the, these enemies, these people and these enemies of truth, it's not, you know, just by mistake or whatever. It's by free will, okay? And a clever, and a, and what it is, is, is basically it's a clever and occult way of increasing the powers of those elites who rule over us and disempowering the people. <laughs> to kind of paraphrase or just make it as plain as, as and as simple a definition as possible, it's they can literally feed off of our energies or will or whatever or lack of will and become stronger or more or more yeah i guess empowered they become bolder and bolder and bolder okay and it, hence you know increasing the powers and these are the elites not only that we do see but those behind the scene you, you understand? So this is done, unfortunately, without providing solutions, actually, as to how we, the people, can set things in our nation right. Well, they're not going to tell you. And sadly, here's, <laughs> here's a sad point. Exposing the truth behind these criminal conspiracies only increases our criminal government's power over us. Unfortunately, for a lot of people, in fact, Trump included, or people like Trump, it increases their will or their determination to shut you down. If you are one of the individuals that has, you know, has, has, has had their eyes open to what's really happening and why. Now, <clears throat> this is a process again of um, what some go back to the Roscrucian text of um, exposing the masses to dark realities. And that oftentimes in a veiled and underhanded type manner, but again, to these dark realities to elicit implied acceptance. When I very subtly, but consistently, and maybe even constantly, push you in a certain direction in the way you think and feel about something or another, all right, by doing nothing about it, that's what's referred to as a, a, an implied acceptance. So you didn't necessarily say you agree with it, but you didn't really do anything to, to not let it happen or to try to talk out against it. 
all right? Now, once these formerly hidden truths are revealed to the public and then again met with general apathy, the implied acceptance or indifference or incredulity, they become normalized and embedded in society's collective unconscious. Now, some occultists compare this process um, to the uh, what's referred to as the great work, where the world is transmuted according to the will of the occult elite. Now, this falls in line with what I've talked about, the great reset. See, it's, even though there might be different entities and different groups or societies, whatever you want to call it, working on this agenda or work, you know, working towards this agenda, the thing is, is that they're all on the same page, believe it or not. Even though they come from a different angle or whatever and so forth and so on, they're all on the same page. All right. And and they have done, especially when we look at the effects of, you know, this uh, um, COVID-19 and how they were able to move the, the public across the world in a particular direction by creating this quote unquote. Um, yep. There's the word just left my mind. Pandemic. They did it that way. They could, I mean, there's a number of different ways they can do this. And they do it all the time. Some are more subtle and so forth and so on, right? Like I said, often in a veiled and underhanded manner. But they're exposing you to the dark realities. The truth of the matter is coming out. I try my hardest, show after show, to make sure that nothing but the truth is what you're being told. And time again and time again, I'll tell you, vet what I tell you, and I'm telling you I'm right. I'm telling you I'm right. We have seen the truth and the evidence has has emerged or, or come out of the of of the of this murky evil. And we now know how evil and wicked they are. Liars, cheaters, thieves. And the list goes on, okay? But they're all, again, they're all on the same page. Now, I'm going to move into another part of this. This, because if you notice when I said in the beginning that this is a technique used in psychological warfare, well, psychological warfare sounds an awful lot like it's a military operation. Well, you're going to be, you might be surprised or you might not be surprised, but either way, the alchemical principle of the revelation of the method has, and this is a quote, I'm sorry, I quote, the alchemical, yeah, okay, sorry, principle of the revelation of the method has as its chief component, listen now, a clown-like grinning mockery of the victims as a show of power and arrogance. When this is performed in a veiled manner, accompanied by certain occult signs and symbolic words and elicits no meaningful response of opposition or resistance from the targets, it's one of the most efficacious techniques of psychological warfare and mind rape. 
End quote. This is from Michael Hoffman II in a book, Secret Societies and Psychological Warfare. Now, this clown-like grinning mockery of the victim is the kind of thing where they sit there and they lie right to your face and they smile about it. When they, when they, when they told it, kind of like when they told the Jews, get on the trains and you're going to go to this place and you're going to work and live there instead and we'll send all your luggage and stuff along and you can pick it up later. And they're, you know, making it like it's a good thing. They're smiling and they got music playing in certain instances. All right? And it was all done, really, they showed how much power and arrogance they had. And when they do it in a veiled manner, again, you know, oh, no, no worries, you're going to a camp, you know, and you're going to live there, and, you know. But the, the swastika, occult signs, different acronyms of their, uh, of, of their uniforms and symbolic words, and they got no meaningful response of opposition or resistance from the targets. In that case, it was the Jews. But in this case, it's us. All right? So they got no, so no opposition. Guess what? Implied, implied what? Remember the word? Implied acceptance. Right? And so what happened? This is another form of psychological warfare and mind rape. That's what they're doing, all right? That's how they do it. Now, since the advent of mass media, this revelation of the method has become increasingly apparent. Even though there's, you know, so many large elements of the media that lie to us and deceive us and so forth and so on, but the other side of the media is we are getting, you know, information. We're getting you know, intelligence, okay, let's say that. Now, in the past, the elite operated in complete secrecy and and now seeks to operate in plain sight. That's another point to the media thing. We also learned about that. So <clears throat> this is related to what I've talked about in the past about the paradigm shift, which is a fundamental change in approach or underlying assumptions. So they, again, you know, I put that slow, steady pressure and so forth, and I alter or or completely change your way of thought and the direction you're going to go. Kind of like when I said in my, when I talked about drill instructors the other day and the, and the way they, they, their objectives and their agenda. So through, the, you know, the screaming and yelling and the constant pressure, they move us in a certain direction as a, as a group, as a unit, all right? Same thing here, all right? They're not screaming and yelling, but they're still moving you in a direction, all right, as a group, okay, all together. Now, another way of explaining it, I guess, is that this paradigm shift is a dramatic new way of thinking or seeing something, all right? So it's not just um, the way we do something, but our ability to, you know, you either have singular thought and, you know, independent and free thought and all that, or you have groupthink, okay? You, you understand? Or, you know, everybody's looking at the same thing and they all say the same thing about it. And then you got some individual over here that's going, no, no, that, that, no, that's not, you see? But you're part of that groupthink, even of what you see. And it happens when 
the standard method of thinking or doing something is replaced by something new. I mean, that's plain to see. That's what they did to us during the... Take this pandemic and just make it something different, but it, the results or the idea of, of what they're doing and so forth is the same, okay? You have to make concessions, so to speak, so forth and so on, blah, blah, blah. But in the end, guess what? Everything's been shifted. You know, anybody will tell you, ever since this, you know, damn thing with the COVID-19, our way of life has changed to where we can't even sometimes remember what it was like beforehand and it was only a couple two three years ago so this is how it you know this is how it is and i gotta tell you this is some of the most brilliant and evil psychology and it it's not something like from a harry potter or you know a fantasy movie this is real okay a brilliant and evil psychology which explains the far left's mass formation so psychosis Sickness, and I throw that phrase in there: mass formation psychosis. Um, do you remember that when I talked about that mass formation psychosis? It's it, it you know it, it it's it's another another factor or another entity, whatever you want to call it, um, along with this revelation of method. Okay, this um, uh, mass formation psychosis. So you see mass formation, in other words, you know, the masses, the vast majority, if not over the majority. I think in this case, it's well over the majority. I think people like me, whether Christian patriot or patriot or Christian, you know, whichever, I think we are in the absolute minority. No, I don't have no doubt about that, you know, and that's a, <laughs> sometimes a little bit unnerving. But anyways, again, it's part of that mass formation psychosis. If you haven't heard or even read the uh, documents on that, that was just, I just posted the stuff on that. I think it was last year. Um, you know, I'll tell you what, go for it. Get on it. Now, here's the thing. In the beginning and middle stages of this operation, the hoodwink, as I say, was a key to the accomplishment of all their objectives. Now, that's in the beginning and middle stages of the operation. Right now, deception is far less necessary. Not really. In fact, quite the contrary. The cryptocracy, which is the government, uh, a form of government where the real leaders are hidden or merely unknown, which is what we operate under. Don't let there be any you know, doubt in your mind. Um, it's been determined to reveal many of its greatest secrets to us, even profane ones. Now, profane, if I try to remember this right, in the scripture, profane is like as evil and debased and just <laughs> um, sinful as can be. I mean, it's just really, you know, okay? But on the other hand, the profane ones also refer to us. Kind of like with those attributes that we're so evil and no good for nothing and so forth and so on. Well, what would you want to do with somebody like that? Yeah, get rid of them, right? Listen, the research for this was undertaken to gain a better understanding of the relationship between deception and the urban environment. 
first explored a power of deception when employed against U.S. forces in urban operations, and second, to evaluate the potential value of deception when used by U.S. forces in urban operations, unquote. Do you see what this was based on, this method, revelation of method and so forth? This is actually a military thing. They're using it on us, the idea of it, and, you know, the, the theories and so forth. All right? The military. I looked it up. That description I just gave you is taken from the book The Art of Darkness. And then there's a subtitle, Deception and Urban Operations. This is serious stuff. Moving along, so we know, several events of 2022 fit absolutely perfectly the concept of this revelation of the method or the, uh, you know, the whole groupthink thing and everything. All right? The mass formation psychosis, as I called it. Okay? Conspiracy theories are turning into obvious truths right before our eyes. Not only, as I've spoken about before, every day, lie after lie, deception after deception, but almost on the same daily basis, the Lord God has given us the opportunity and the chance through the very media that's trying to destroy us and the individuals themselves to get the truth. So it, every day. Now the dark secrets are just, I know a lot of people can't or won't think about it or don't want to think about it, but the dark secrets are being revealed. And the thing is, the saddest thing, most of the world still doesn't grasp what they mean. And unfortunately, that's exactly what they want. You know, when you think about the evil behind all this, you know, the idea that what's behind it makes it so people can't grasp it, all right? Or they don't want to think about it. How many times have maybe you heard about that? You know, I don't even want to think about it. It was such a, a bad time or whatever. These kinds of things, it's the same reaction. And people can't wrap their head around it. I told you before many times, you know, when the Lord God first revealed to me, back when I first became a Christian, what he revealed to me, I couldn't grasp it. There was no way I had, I, man, I couldn't get my head around that for nothing, for anything. But through the Holy Spirit and then years go by, you know, and so forth, and the Lord reveals to me, then it, you know, I can get it, all right, or I got it. And that's exactly what God wanted. But what these people want is the exact opposite. You never grasp it. You just, no, walk right on by. Nothing to see here, folks. You know, God says his people perish due to a lack of knowledge. And all throughout the scripture, time and again, either through the prophets, Moses, you know, I mean, the whole thing, all the way through to the last amen in the book of Revelations, God's revealing to us knowledge, wisdom, understanding, the truth. He's showing us all this very willingly and readily. But, you know, a lot of people, again, because they don't have the Holy Spirit, because they're not born-again believers, 
the vast majority of them, or and or all of them, they can't grasp it. They can't get it. And because it doesn't make sense and they don't know what to do with it, they throw it out. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't throw it out. Don't do that. All right? Because instead of passively accepting their madness due to ignorance, we can actively reject it due to knowledge. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Get excited about that one. We can actively reject it due to knowledge. And what did I say earlier? God is with us. God is our power. God is our authority. God is our deliverer. God is our father. Man, there's, how do you not take that and run with it? You know, that's just like, <laughs> what more do you need? Right? Anyways, I got to end the show. We're going to end with Revelations chapter 13, and it says this, and they worshiped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast, and they worshiped the beast, saying, who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blasphemy his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the word. Remember, O Lamb of God. Amen, everybody. Thanks for listening. Let's talk. My name is Mike. My email address is let's talk, M-I-K-E, the number one at gmail.com. Let's talk, M-I-K-E, the number one at gmail.com. Let's talk, Mike, one at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody. God bless. Have a good weekend. Be safe. Goodbye. Then I